So thou, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Middle Tennessee and examining current events from a biblical perspective, this is Bible News Radio with your hosts, Randall and Stacy Harp. All right, hey, people. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's edition of Bible News Radio. It's free for all Friday. Yeah, it is. This is Steve Taylor's old song called I Want to Be a Clone. Yeah, well, no, I don't. <laughs> I gone through so much other stuff than walking down the aisle was tough, but now I know it's not enough. I want to be a clone. Randall does. We're dating ourselves, bareface. That's good. We need to put dating back in our relationship. fun to poke fun at church people. <laughs> Isn't it now? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, scripture tells us, you know, 1 Corinthians 5, we're to judge those who are on the inside. Only cloneliness, I think you'll find a little more prevalent in the cults, where everybody's expected to read from the same... Um, Workbook and all that, and dressed the same, and anyway. We 
I see no comments on Facebook. That's because I don't know why. Probably because we're not tagging this a gay issue. Probably. Oh, I see no viewers on Facebook either. There we go. Well, Facebook was brief today. Yeah, I'd be. We should probably stay away from it. But I mean. Yeah, we should. So instead of Facebook and the CIA, CIA having the dossier on us, there's hackers that have access to us now. Only 50 million. Only 50 million. Only 50 million. Eh, what's 50 million? Not even a. Not even 20% of the U.S. population. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if this music was played during the Kavanaugh hearings? <laughs> Henry Reed, or whatever his name is. Diane Feinstein. Wait, hold on. Give me the background music. Oh my gosh. Did you guys hear some of that stuff today? <laughs> I just got back from lunch. I gotta tell you something. It's so sweet. <laughs> yeah, it was. So this morning I went and played pickleball. Yeah, I did. And I did good, actually. I I had a new partner. His name was, what was his name? Lou. His name was Lou. Yeah, it was. Lou is tall. Lou. Lou. First of all, I don't know many Lou's. Skip to my Lou. No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, he was, he was <laughs> that was funny. In my opinion, Maybe not that funny, but still. Anyway, so I was with Lou. Never met him before. He was wearing a Cubby shirt. Go Cubs! Just kidding. Go Yankees! Okay. <sighs> anyway, so there was me, five foot four me, and six foot eight Lou. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't know how tall he was. He was probably six three at least. He was taller than Bareface. And here we were playing the game. And in the middle of the game, he looks down on me, literally, because I'm so short. <laughs> and he says, that was a good shot, kid, kiddo. I was like, oh my gosh. Here's this old guy calling me kiddo. And he said he was like 71 or something like that. So that, that to me, that's not that old. Just so you know, 90 is old. That's my dad. You know, if you're older than my dad, you're old. Okay. Uh, but anyway, so he looked down, he started calling me kiddo and I was like, aw, so sweet. He was calling me kiddo. So when he missed the ball, I said, Hey, old geezer, you need to go get the ball. <laughs> and then one of my friends got hurt today on pickleball, which was really a bummer. She's in her seventies and she hurt herself, which that's, you know, that's the worst part when you're playing a sport, you, you hurt yourself and then you can't play for a while. That sucks. Yeah. And then after that, I went to lunch with, with another friend who paid for it. And that was super cool. I mean, that was so cool to get my lunch paid for. Uh, but it was even more cool to just spend time with somebody and not have to talk about work, not talk about, you know, the normal mundane things of life. 
like work. No, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we actually ended up talking about Kavanaugh. Yeah, because we saw this stuff going on this morning. Put a one if you guys saw some of this stuff this morning before it was delayed. Like, did you see Feinstein, you guys, blab it on and blah on and blah, 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 blah. Diane Feinstein, look, I grew up in California. My whole life in California, for the most part, this woman has been a senator. Senator Diane Feinstein. And her hair color never changes, just so you know. She she's, looks, it's like a clone. She's, anyway, but she was, she was there this morning all indignant and outraged. And the thing that really irked me, and I told Randall, because I watched this before Pickleball. I actually told Randall, I said, that I can't deal with this. I just, I can't deal with it. I so can't deal with this woman. Because there she is talking about essentially the Me Too movement and how this woman testified and blah, blah. And Kavanaugh is a rapist and blah, 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 blah. Don't you know that we have to take care of women? Blah, 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 blah. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, hello, we're talking to, we're talking, we're, we're listening to, and this is what really fries me. Diane Feinstein is one of the worst pro-aborts in the country. All right. This woman gives a rat's behind about women. She does not give a crap about women when she supports abortion on demand, which is harming women and murdering little girls. Just saying, don't sit up there and get all high and mighty and blab on about women and protection of women and all this other stuff when your record, Feinstein, is nothing but a slaughterhouse of death, you know, when it comes to women. So anyway, as I'm watching that this morning, honestly, you guys, I'm just like, <laughs> and, and, and I was only watching it online because, like I said, I don't have cable because I don't throw, I don't have money to throw away at cable. But if I had, you know, cable and I, and I had to endure this, no wonder the country hates each other. I'm going to, you're so evil. Anyway, I, I just thought, I thought of all the hypocritical comments I've heard is Feinstein blabbing on about women and how valuable women are when this is a woman who slaughters preborn babies by her vote. She funds abortion on demand. She is a, one of the National Organizations for Women-type supporters. She advocates on behalf of the LGBT lobby. Don't tell me that she gives a crap about women, because if she did, she wouldn't be doing all those other things. It goes contrary to her faith, whatever the heck that is. And, I mean, her and Nancy Pelosi, I just want to smack them both into reality. Like, come here. You know, just... Because... Because the epitome of hypocrisy is sitting right there. And I'm like, oh my gosh, really? Really now? If it was just, let's just say for sake of argument. If it was Sarah Palin or Bristol Palin or Michelle Bachman or any other conservative women, woman who's super famous and everything that was sitting in that chair testifying that Kavanaugh raped do you think Diane Feinstein on her little soapbox would be there defending them women and them? Do you? Because I don't. Because this is the same type of woman who actually maligned and slandered people like Sarah Palin, who did nothing wrong when she was running for vice president, and all this other stuff. So it's so 
disingenuous on its face and how these people can sit there and get all righteously indignant over something that they don't even honestly support with their life as a whole is beyond me. I I really, I just, I told Randall, I said, I need to get out of here because I'm going to, you know, because this is why I don't talk about politics, people. Yeah, I think it's a little redundant. It's ridiculous. I think it's a little redundant to talk about politicians and say disingenuous. I mean, that that's <laughs> no, the, right? that's I mean, part of the job description, more so as time goes on. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, I got a call this week um, from Marsha Blackburn's office. Did, you I did. You, did I tell you this? You did not tell I me I got this. invited to a breakfast that she's going to be at, I think, tomorrow oh. here in Spring Hill. I actually was invited, and they asked me to call back if I was interested, and I and I did, and they called me back, but didn't leave a message. So. Mm. But yeah, I I was invited to this breakfast. I don't know what kind of it was, some political thing or whatever, but oh. whatever. The guy, her office, called me up, and mm. and I could play you the message if All you right. want to hear it. Well, no, I can't because the phone number's on it. But but it, you know. But I'm like, oh my gosh, I would love to talk to Marsha Blackburn. Mm. Do you think if it was Marsha Blackburn? That was the accused, and she got up there and was whining and everything. Do, do you think that Dianne Feinstein and the other hypocrites in, in Congress would go up and defend somebody like that? No. Probably not. They wouldn't. And so my question is, how can anybody actually take any of these people seriously? I, I don't. I know, but so many people do. What, what continues just... to humor me more um, just discourage me, but... They keep talking about credible witness, uh. credible witness, and and uh. maybe, but that's determined, you know, and by a jury basically, and you know, uh, you know, it's it's talking about the accusing of oh, you know, pre-deciding, you already decided that you know he's going to go to Supreme Court, and blah blah, you made this statement and. Before hearing a thing, you you've made up your minds already. Well, when you say something like "credible witness," you've made your minds up already. If there's not been the investigation that you you are touting, um, you can you might you might say "believable witness" if you think if you think they to you they have credibility, then you say a "believable witness," <laughs> but you. But it's, I think, incorrect to say credible witness unless facts have been established, not just asserted. Okay, so my question is, how many of you guys are happy that there's another week delay? Just curious. because I wish there was a year or five delay. <laughs> no, I mean, before the vote, before he gets voted on well, Supreme That's Court. what I'm saying. Every time they threaten to, oh, we're going to shut government down, I'm like, yay! Rejoice. <laughs> you know, know. See how we get along without the people in Washington, D.C. <laughs> Quite well, I suspect. Uh, hey, we may have fewer taxes. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's, let's go ahead and talk about this Facebook breach because everybody, a lot of people are on Facebook. So this, this here was uh, reported over on the CNN technical page, it's, C- uh, CNN Tech Money. It's reported in a, in a number of publications. All right. Well, I'm Do you want to take the CNN version? Communist of? News Network? Sure. Okay. So it says, 
Facebook says attack exposed info of 50 million users. <gasps> There's a shocker. An attack on Facebook discovered earlier this week, and we're just learning about it now, exposed information on nearly 50 million of the social networkers' users, the company announced Friday. The attackers exploited a feature called View As that lets users see their Facebook page the way someone else would. The attackers, the attackers could then potentially use it to take over the accounts and use them exactly as if they were the account holders. Facebook said it does not know who the attackers were or where they were based. It also said it has already fixed the issue and informed the FBI and other law enforcement as well as lawmakers and regulators. It also informed the Irish Data Protection Commission about the breach, a step required by Europe's GDPR regulations. The commission said it received the notification but expressed concern with its timing and lack of detail. More than 90 million users were forcibly logged out of their accounts by Facebook and had to log back in on Friday for security reasons. Users do not need to take any additional security precautions or reset their passwords, said Facebook. All logged out users will receive a notification about the issue from Facebook. Well, apparently Vicki Fitch was one of those. That's actually how I learned about it because she, she posted about it. I wasn't. I wasn't one of those. I, I apparently wasn't breached, but Vicki was. Poor Vicki. Uh, anyway, it says here, the company says it does not know if the affected accounts were misused in any way or if any user information was actually as, as, what's that word? Assessed? Accessed? I don't know. Accessed is the word, people. Okay. <laughs> it is not determined if any specific locations or accounts were targeted. It, it has turned off the view as feature that the attackers exploited while it investigates. Facebook says the vulnerability is the result of three distinct bugs and originally appeared in July 2017 when the company made a change to a video uploading feature. The company first detected some unusual activity, a spike in user access to the site on September 16th, 2018. It launched an investigation and uncovered this attack on Tuesday of this week. On Wednesday, it notified law enforcement, and on Thursday evening, it fixed the vulnerability and began resetting login tokens, according to Facebook. The attackers stole Facebook access tokens, which keep a person logged into their Facebook account over long periods of time so they don't have to keep signing in. Facebook reset all 50 million tokens, as well as tokens for an additional 40 million, who had used the View As feature in the past year as a precautionary uh, step. The reality here is we face constant attacks from people who want to take over accounts or steal information. We do, we need to do more to prevent this from happening in the first place, CEO Mark Zuckerberg said during a call with reporters shortly after the announcement. Uh, the announcement is the latest issue for the company, which has struggled with security breaches, privacy issues, and misinformation in recent years. Facebook says it's investigating heavily and security going forward and increasing the number of people working on security from 10,000 to 20,000. So security is an arms race, and we're continuing to improve our defenses, said Mr. Mark Zuckerberg face, who we all love. I love Mark Zuckerberg. You know why? Because I actually like Facebook. I don't like some of their policies, and I certainly don't like their politics by any stretch of the imagination. But I do like their policies as far as letting me use it and share my message of the gospel, even though they try to, you know, spike me and everything. By the way, speaking of breaches, and you knew it was coming, 
One of the benefits to getting ID Shield with me and Legal Shield is that we actually monitor your social media stuff. So, you guys, if you don't have your identity theft protection yet, which you should, uh, and I know, hey, look, you guys are like, would you shut up already? No, <laughs> I'm not going to shut up about it. Because for $9.95 a month, you can be protecting all this stuff. Wait, hold on, I got to tell you it. Wait, hold on a second. I got to get to it. Don't worry. I'm getting there. Okay, look. Identity theft protection is important, people. Because of breaches like this, it's going to keep happening. Okay? So here it is. This is a short pitch. This is a short pitch. Identity theft ID shield. It's $9.95 a month. Okay? $9.95. Yes, a month. Okay, so ID theft is important because they don't they want your identity first before they get your money. The common types of identity theft include or not but are not limited to tax returns, medical claims, social security claims. By the way, you guys know my dad is still deemed a woman by the social security department, right? Just saying. <laughs> your credit, uh, driver's license, criminal character. And when it comes to cases of identity theft, you're guilty until proven innocent. Right. And, and it's, and it's yeah, that, like you that's said. That's the truth. You're so, guilty. You, know, get, you are guilty. Mentioned getting your money, getting your identity before they get your money. They never, it doesn't matter if you have any money at all. Yeah. It's just getting your identity and putting you on the hook for other people's money. Yeah. So we monitor your, we alerts, credit score, social security number, passports, driver's license, medical ID, your emails, 10 email addresses, all your loans. Credit cards, bank accounts, up to 10 bank accounts are, are, are monitored. Uh, and black market surveillance websites and all your social media. Now, I get alerts almost every single day, just so you know, on mine. Uh, we also provide ID Shield Vault. It's a password manager. It is military-grade and encrypted. And uh, it lets you manage all your passwords securely and we provide a licensed private investigator from Kroll, which is one of the top security firms in the world, uh, and we offer a $5 million service guarantee if anything happens. They will take care of it. I signed on a guy in his 80s earlier this year, a couple weeks ago, and I have to tell you that he actually had $40,000 taken from him, he, and it took over four months for him to deal with the issue on his own. If that happens under our service, the and private investigators, all that, they'll take care of it. They'll make all the phone calls. They'll, they'll deal with it for you. Uh, and here's the other thing. The reason why you need to have Legal Shield, which is $25 a month, is because if you have your identity stolen and while that's getting worked through, you could have potential legal issues taking place. And so you're going to need your attorney there to help work walk, walk you through that. In the event, like, let's just say for sake of argument, you are, you're in the hospital. I have a friend right now who's got stage 4 lung cancer. She's in the hospital. And let's just say, you know, her identity is stolen, right? Now, she's, she's helpless in the hospital because she's sick, very sick. And so it's like, okay, well, what would you do in this case if her identity is stolen? Now, all of a sudden, they're freezing her health care and all this other stuff. You need, a, you need a lawyer to be able to take care of that. Also, with Legal Shield, you get your will done. You get your advanced directives done, your, all that stuff. You get, it's all included, and it covers your whole family. A husband and wife is $24.95 a month, okay, plus kids. Identity Shield for families, $24.95 a month, covers parents up to eight kids. 
if you're an individual, let's say you're just a couple without kids, uh, you get individual coverage with, with ID Shield. You save five bucks a month. Okay, so that's sixty bucks a year you save. So it would behoove you all to do it, because <laughs> these stories, I mean. Seriously, they're making this job easy for me, telling you about this. So if you want to get signed up, you want to learn more, if you want to know more about Ladies of Justice, contact me at bit.ly forward slash protect me, all caps, or you know where to get me directly, okay? All right. All right. So uh, also, got to let you know, wait, just have to say this. We have been working toward getting a Las Vegas trip, winning a trip uh, with Legal Shield, and I am still on the leaderboards, people, which is, but I need a couple more sales this month to kick me over. What's that? Just thought it needed some dramatic music. So. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> Actually, there's no way I'm going to win the trip to Las Vegas, but it would help if I had more sales anyway. <laughs> Uh, but I'm on, I'm on the leaderboards. I'm still on the leaderboards. If you're on, if you're following me on Instagram, you can, you can see what spot I'm in today. So it's, it's super cool. I'm super, I'm super jazzed by it. And so I should say hi to some people. I see some people on Periscope. There are people over there. There's Mia and Melanie. There's Antoinette is back. Steven is back. Terica is there. Uh, Michael and some, looks like a sex bot is over there. And then I see Jeff over on, uh, on uh, Facebook, and uh, Darren is over there. Darren said, uh, let's see. Oh, and Carmen was there, too. Let's see. Okay. Okay, Darren said, Stacy, Facebook marked the news story about the breach from Fox News as spam and blocked it after I reposted it. I was forcibly logged out. If someone had our tokens, then they could read and read, download our private posts. That's not shocking. They may have no evidence, but my opinion based on their explanation is they could impersonate the person using the stolen token. This would give you, af this would give you access to everything. Friends only posts, integrations to other services, or even private posts. I wonder if I could be, I wonder if it could be used to steal messenger chats. <clears throat> the concern is 50 million accounts having their Facebook private post histories downloaded and the private groups you're in were those exposed. Because the token is the key to your account. Everything. Yeah. Well, you know what? And that's why, honestly, Darren, that's that's part of the reason why, you know, I mean, Vicky got hacked. Okay? I mean, and she's a good friend of mine. So, you know, I, I cannot emphasize getting identity theft protection enough. And this is part of the reason why. Because breaches are happening constantly. Yeah. I have a website I go to. There's breaches everywhere, every day. Right. Your info has been breached. Whether or not you want to admit it or not, it has been at some point. Or even you're aware of it. <sighs> you know, I... Yeah, it's... it's um. That's why I prefer SMS over to Facebook Messenger because... Yep. It, I mean, sure, people could hack into your carrier's network, but it's more likely they're going to hack into Facebook. Uh, and speaking of that, uh, Bloomberg has an article... Okay. ...that... Um, like to read, it kind of gives you insight on some of these things, just that how common they are. Um, let me pull this up here so y'all can see it. Mm. We read Bloomberg.com. Uh, hacker to live stream attack on Mark Zuckerberg's Facebook page. But that's true. 
uh, an indie Taiwanese hacker said he will not proceed with his plan to take down Mark Zuckerberg's Facebook page and broadcast it live this Sunday. Uh, self-professed bug bounty hunter Cheng Chi Yuan, who ferrets out software flaws in return for cash, said on Facebook this week that he would live stream an endeavor to delete the billionaire's account at 6 p.m. local time from his own Facebook page. <laughs> it would, wouldn't that be hilarious? I to, mean, I think it would be funny, actually. Not in a mean way, but I do think it would be funny. I mean, I'd like to see this guy do it. Which, not because I'm up to anything nefarious, yeah. but I do think it would be funny. But check this out. Yeah. It says, but the lanky youngster who turns 24 this year... <laughs> based on past interviews, said he'll refrain from doing so after receiving global attention following his announcement, which was reported by Bloomberg News earlier Friday. I'm canceling my live feed. I have reported the bug to Facebook, and I will show proof when I get bounty from Facebook. Cheng, who has more than 26,000 followers on Facebook, told Bloomberg News. Uh, in post of his Facebook page Friday, Cheng said he's canceling the attack. Um, da 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 Anyway, and their cyber enthusiasts from <laughs> India to the U.S. routinely expose loopholes in corporate websites and software, earning small financial rewards. It's unusual, however, for so-called white hat hackers to do so in real time. Chang, a minor celebrity at home, yeah. who's gone on talk shows to dis discuss his exploits, was reportedly sued by a local bus operator after infiltra infiltrating their systems and buying a ticket for uh, whatever the Taiwanese currency is, um, you know, uh, but new Taiwanese dollar, one dollar equivalent of three cents in the U.S. He's published a, published a gamut of claims, none of which could be independently verified, including attacks on Apple, Tesla, and his Facebook account was listed among eight special contributors in Line Corp's 2016 Bug Hunters Hall of Fame. So here we've got someone not looking to, um, you know, get in and sell stuff in the black market. He finds bugs. Uh, he finds, um, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I wouldn't say deficiencies, but um, yeah. Hole, what holes. Holes, but there's a fancy word that I was going to use. But anyway. A fancy word, huh? Yeah. Oh. It's a little more descriptive, okay. but... Um, weaknesses on a holes anyway and and gets paid but apparently there's um folks like it says cyber enthusiasts from india to the u.s routinely expose loopholes in corporate websites and software and earning small financial rewards so but apparently this guy in taiwan i mean that's he makes his living that way by wow and and good for him because he if he has that ability he could turn around and sell stuff on the black market, you know, a black cat hacker, and, you know, do nefarious, illegal things for income. But, but uh, the, you know, as was stated in the article that you read, it is, it is an arms race that is just trying to keep ahead, the security specialists keep ahead of the, the hackers. It's a cat and mouse game that continues. Um, there is no, we're set for life kind of thing. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Hi, Kelly. Hi, Kelly. How you doing, buddy? Love you, buddy. High five, mister. Kelly is a good friend of ours from California. He's on Facebook. 
He said, I love these guys. Hi. Hi, Kelly. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for being a part of our our show. Hey, you know, Randall is not a pocket Randall yet, but one of these days he will be. All right. So those of you who got my email today, did you open it? Hmm? Did you? Because I made an announcement in that email this morning that I sent out. I don't know if I got it. But I'm going to announce it right now. Yeah, well, hopefully you did because I spent an hour writing okay. that Probably email did, today. Probably <laughs> did, didn't get notified anyway. So pretty soon, Randall, not Randall, me and somebody that some of you know, but not all of you. Hi, Catface. Catface is in the audience. Hi, Catface. How you doing, honey? Cat is over on... um. Periscope. And thanks for the hearts. And Stephen Wayne Batten is on uh, Facebook. So oh, Stephen went over there. Hi, Stephen. Okay, so there's Stephen's back. Okay, he was over on Periscope. Mm. Anyway, uh, so, you know, many of you have been asking me uh, if we would do a, um, a discipleship group. And last night I was on a two-hour phone call with somebody that I highly respect and love and adore. And I asked this woman probably a month ago to, to think about, maybe it was two months ago, to, to think about whether or not she would partner with me in, in doing a Bible study, uh, a discipleship, you know, like basics, like learn some of the important essentials of the Christian faith study. Uh, we decided it's going to be a six-week study. It's going to be um, on Zoom. We don't have the dates yet. Uh, but it will be for a limited amount of people. We're not going to like have five, 500 people. It's going to be a smaller type group because it can be intimate um, and all that. So th- so if you're interested in being a part of this, uh, there will be a nominal fee probably for materials for it. Um, you know, then message me and let me get you on my list so that we can start putting this together and then get the info out to you. And look, I know the holidays are coming. Uh, next month we're going to be in, in, uh, we're, we're actually going to a secret location for my birthday, but we'll be in Oklahoma right after that. And, um, you know, so that's the other thing. If you're going to be in, if you're going to be near Oklahoma, then, uh, let us know. Okay. Cause, um, cause you know, the prophecy conference is in Norman, Oklahoma and Randall and I are going to be there for that whole thing. All right. So just so you know, uh, you can meet up with us if you're if you're interested. And actually, one of my friends from Texas might be coming down to meet us. So if you happen to be in the Texas area and you want to drive down to Norman, Oklahoma, when we're there, that might be a good place to meet us if you live in Texas. Just saying. All right. So really love Facebook on your broadcast. Wow. I don't know what you're saying wow to, but hopefully it's something important. All right. Anyway. Okay. So, um, so that is one announcement. We're doing the discipleship group. Uh, the other announcement, I'm not sure about yet. (laughs) Oh, wait, what do you do? Oh yes. That was the other one. The other announcement, uh, I'm going to message you cat after my show. I'm going to do you a Marco Polo. I think you'll be interested in what I, what I'm going to talk to you about. Um, if you're on version, the mobile app, I want you to follow me, become my friend over on version. Starting Sunday, uh, we're going to be going through the apologetics, uh, Bible reading plan together. And I've already sent out invites to my current friends on version. 
Uh, but this is just another way to kind of walk with you in discipleship every day, all that. Uh, so that, that's also mentioned in the, in the email. So if you haven't gotten my email yet, go, go read it and um, check it out, all right? Uh, also, and, and, and what? I was going to say, if, <laughs> if they're not getting your email... Yes, if you're not getting the email, then sign up for it. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Go over and go to over to biblenewsradio.com. Sign up for the free Bible study, the Rapture of the Church that we're giving away this month, and that'll put you on our email list. Um, and of course, once you're on our email list, you'll also have access to that and other stuff. I linked in there. I would I. I surveyed the people on my text message list about what they want in my email. So I'm, I'm trying to give you guys what you want in the email. Um, I only send out the email once a week, maybe twice at the high end, because all of the other daily stuff goes out in our text messages. So if you're on our text message list, uh, you will get uh, that. If you, if you text Bible News to 33222, you can be on our text message list, which I actually encourage you to. I, I, I send out a text message with a scripture, uh, sometimes a question, and always, you know, right before our show, to, unless I forget. Um, but here is the thing. If you are on my text message list and you start sending me some weird messages like one person has, you, you, you will be removed from it. <laughs> Just so you know. Okay. Because there's a couple weirdos out there. <laughs> Just saying. I got some weird messages back kind of odd uh i will take you off <laughs> so but i encourage i encourage people to stay on because you can actually respond to the text messages right once you're on there so uh so there's that so okay you version follow me on that uh the discipleship thing if you want to be a part of that let me know um and then of course we have uh the news that we put in there prophecy conference we're, we're still about 700 dollars short of our goal to actually meet our, our basic expense for that so if you can actually be a part of that uh, and help us pay for that or at least donate a couple dollars towards that, that will actually help us. We also include all of our shows from for the week on that uh, and all of that in our email. So check that out. And I'm actually working on a handout too. That's going to be a giveaway um, on something Bible related that you might find interesting. So once I get that done, you'll know about it. All right, so I think, did I do everything? Let's see here. Ariel, I said that right. Prophecy, Legal Shield, Pillars, Rapture of Church. Okay, yes, my checklist is done. Right there. All right. Also, I want to give a shout out to Maureen, Coach Mo. Coach Mo is a good friend of mine, and she is also a Norwex uh, associate. Um, and I don't know if you guys know what Norwex is, but Norwex actually, um, it's this, it's this product that has, it's microfiber and there's like silver type stuff inside the, the washcloths and the different things that it uses. I actually met with somebody this week that sells it and it wasn't Coach Mo because she's in Pennsylvania, but anyway, Coach Mo sells this and I highly recommend it. it this stuff works awesome. Um, so if you, if you need information, like if you need good cleaning supplies that actually will, you know, and you want to clean with just water only 
and use these rags. This this stuff is really super cool. I want you to support Maureen, Coach Mo, by going to maureenmessersmith.norwex.biz. I'm going to spell it. I was going to say I'm that sorry. might be I helpful. Didn't, I didn't tell you ahead of time, but it's M-A-U-R-E-E-N, M is in mom, E-S-S-E-R, S-M-I-T-H, dot Norwex, N-O-R-W-E-X, dot biz. Yeah, and she didn't ask me to do this. I just decided I would do it because um, this is her site. We need to support Coach Mo uh, in her business here. And I'll, actually, she's also an associate of mine with Legal Shield too. So, uh, But this product rocks. It totally rocks. You guys got to know about it if you if you haven't ever seen this stuff it it really rocks and i might just get her on some type of video stream and do something and let her show you how cool it works in order to help you and help her uh with this little side business of hers because because that's super cool it, i mean it, it is so cool melanie you would love these these products the work that you do these products would rock and you could be a common associate with them too <laughs> anyway uh and uh so yeah so do you so do you have any any stories that caught your eye this week do do any of you guys have any topics you want us to talk about that are watching um okay. i'm looking at the um uh, i only get the uh facebook comments only come every 30 seconds so. hi renee sunday one let's see if anybody else came in Let's see. Cats. Melanie. Okay. Oh, Natasha came in. Hi, Natasha. Okay. All right. It looks like the computer is frozen. The computer is frozen? Well, my screen. I just did it. Uh, let's see here. Uh, there is an earthquake in Indonesia. I had not heard that. You're saturated with the political. Cat says she's saturated with the political stuff. Yeah, the political stuff is 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 kind of obsessing the world at the moment. And you know, I was talking to somebody who's on the left side of the aisle uh, this morning, and I have to tell you that um, they were trying to calm down their spouse, <laughs> who's freaking out that Kavanaugh might be on the Supreme Court. And but we both come to the conclusion that ultimately it's not going to matter a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> ultimately it's not and that's the thing that i think people need to get through their their head is that it's not ultimately going to matter that much to your life really uh it, it will be a miracle if roe v wade is ever overturned i mean it will be i, I mean it will actually be a real genuine miracle but I think the thing, and, and that's really what's at stake here. I mean, that's what everybody's upset about, especially on the left. If Roe v. Wade ever gets overturned, what they're actually going to do is they're not going to actually overturn it. What they're going to do is they're going to send it back to the states so that the states can decide if abortion will be legal in their, in their state. And then you're going to, it, it basically goes back to states' rights, right, which fortunately we have. The problem with that, though, the way I see it, and I'm no constitutional expert or lawyer, I just sell legal insurance, but the problem is, if our rights actually really mattered, why is homosexual marriage the law of the land? 
because the Supreme Court of the United States, the current one, overturned the will of the people in 30 states that voted marriage is one man, one woman. So who's to say that if all the states decided to overturn Roe v. Wade in all the states, that some stupid thing would go before the Supreme Court and they'd be like, nope, nope. And they think we're all that and a bag of chips and they'll make whatever it is, even though they technically cannot write law. That's the thing that drives me crazy is because they have no business doing that. Legislators write the law. The judges should be using fair and just balances according to the Bible, right? So, uh, drives me crazy. Uh, the, the greater issue at hand for me, hi Alice over there, the, 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 the greater issue for me is the freedom of the gospel and all of that. And I was talking to somebody and, you know, I bring this up because, you know, we've been doing this series, the marketing of homosexuality to America. I've done eight shows on it over eight hours, you know, on this book right here after the ball. Okay. Part of the, my concern really has more to do with our freedom of speech as Christians, because what's happening is if you say that you oppose anything that goes against the state, and I, and I say that as the capital S, right, the state, just like in China, they have the state-run church, right? It's called the Three Self Church. It's part of the Three Self Movement. That church in China basically is, is it's a political church. The government tells it what it can talk about. It tells them they can't share the gospel. The government does this, this, and this. They actually have state-sanctioned Bibles with stamps in them that are registered by their government. And the irony of it all, China being a communist nation, is Amityville Press is the largest Bible press in the world. It comes out of China. But anyway, if... If, if we as Christians start speaking against what the state wants us to say, then we are oppressed people. And we have actually willingly silenced ourselves because the media is a state run. And I just use that, that term. The media is run by those who want to control the, the population. And if you're swallowing the media hook, line and sinker, you're being controlled or brainwashed by them. If you're getting outraged and all this stuff, <laughs> because mark my words, this is all planned. It's bread and circus. They're trying to upset the population on purpose. And that's part of the reason they don't like Donald Trump because Donald Trump came from without side the establishment. Now, do I agree with everything Trump does? No, but he's way better than Hillary Clinton was just saying, okay, a million times better. And God forbid Hillary Clinton run again. Gosh, I hope not. You know, God, God could do it. You know, he could allow it, but I, I kind of hope he forbids it because I just, you know, I don't think I'd want to have to sit through that again. But so my concern is our rights as Christians, you know, we, we've already been taught that if you say marriage is, is a man and a woman, you're labeled a hypocrite, a homophobe, a bigot, a hater, a deplorable, you know, and I'm like, really? Because it used to be when the world was run by sane people that marriage was a man and a woman, blah, blah, blah. Right now I advocate guns. Okay. I think that we should have the right to bear arms. I believe that's somewhere in a, you know, some document that we have in our country. Uh, you know, the second amendment, right? Is the right to bear arms. 
But our government wants to disarm us. Why do you think they want to do that, people? It's so they can control us. You know, the population control. This, uh, and, and this is just an aside. I read an article this week about Bill and <laughs> uh, Melinda Gates, right? Billionaires. They play pickleball, people. Bill and Melinda actually play pickleball for fun. Yeah, they do. And when I shared the news that they played pickleball, first of all, I laughed when I saw it. I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe that me and Bill Gates have something in common. <laughs> but, but, then, but then I thought, I thought after that, I'd like to beat him in a game of pickleball. I thought it'd be so fun. Hey, Bill, take me on. I dare you. I bet you I'll, beat, I'll hit the ball at your foot, you know. But when I look at Bill Gates... And where he puts his money and the fact that he is essentially a man who's trying to wipe out large percentage of the population of the world and because of, of the things that he does and supports, there's no way, you know? You're watching me while you're making dinner? All right. And, uh, yeah, okay. Anyway, so, uh, so anyway, I mean, here's this guy, you know, they're advocating... And it's in print. And by the way, if you do not follow the work of Carl Teichrib from forcingchange.org, you need to follow Carl because Carl's brilliant. And I'm going to be hooking up with Carl over at the Prophecy Conference this year. He's got a brand new book out called Game of Gods. It was just finished. Uh, he's going to be releasing it, I believe, at the Prophecy Watchers Conference in a couple of weeks. Um, he actually uncovers all this stuff. He goes to the Burning Man conventions, all these, these weird conventions and people from the New World Order are part of. And, um, and Bill and Melinda Gates, they are, um, they're like Margaret Sanger in a sense. They're eugenicists. They're trying to wipe out people. They're like Hitler, okay? They believe in wiping out people that they don't think are worthy, Right? I mean, it really does fall under the Darwin's, you know, survival of the fittest mentality. The Gates are not nice people, just so you know. And I know people are, oh, what do you mean? They created windows. <laughs> just what I'm saying, you know. I mean, they believe in killing people that don't measure up and that are a certain class and all this other stuff. So, you know, so the fact that they play pickleball, you know, I mean, just, just saying. So, Randall. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously. So, I'm it's glad like, they I'm telling you, down. people are like, Stacy, you're so weird. You, you talk about all this weird stuff, and I'm like. Well, <sighs> well it seems we've got like 10 minutes left. Okay. I want to jump to another, uh, since this is Bible News Radio, news about the Bible. It's, it's not really news, but it's news in a particular incident. Um there's a a hotel, I guess you would call it, in St. George, Utah, that has removed the Book of Mormon uh, from its guest rooms, including Bibles as well. But uh, the the Dixie University Inn sounds like it'd be in the southeast, sounds like it'd be in Georgia or something like that, but it's actually in St. George, Utah. Apparently, a guest complained and uh, about finding copies of the Book of Mormon in guest room and Bibles in another. And so the university-owned uh, lodging facility has removed all religious texts. 
uh, from its rooms, from its guest rooms. It's like, that's not surprising, that's not news. But just to point out here sort of a lesson, mm. I love the, the, the Freedom From Religion Foundation, of course. F-F-R-F. Yeah, Freedom, yeah. Furf. The Furf. The Furf. You know, they were... Uh, the atheist complainers at the, the Freedom From Religion Foundation. Yeah, and anyway, they were instrumental in seeing that this happened. Yeah. And, um, oh, well, I can't, yeah, I can't grab that window and put it up, but, oh, well. So I'll just read it here. Uh, and in a, in a press release just a couple of days ago, the Freedom From Furf, 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 they, uh, they put out a press release about this. Uh, and in part it reads, FFRF applauds Dixie State University's resolution to this issue and its commitment to upholding its constitutional obligation to remain neutral on religion. I'm, I'm not a constitutional expert. I have read the U.S. Constitution a time or two, probably closer to two, but probably not more than four. Um, you know, not in entirety, maybe entirety once in one setting, but, um, you know, generally referred to it from time to time. I could be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure there's nothing in there about a university or a hotel having to remove religious texts from its guest rooms. I'm pretty sure that's not in there. So somehow there's this constitutional obligation to remain neutral on religion. And I, I suspect, as with all their other cases, that Frif is, uh, they're referring to the um, First Amendment, that is, to the Constitution, those first ten amendments known as the Bill of Rights. And let's review that that first amendment to the constitution it reads quote congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or the press or the right of the people to right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances End quote. I stumbled a little there on the right of people peaceably to assemble. Because these days, in modern English, we'd say the right of people to peaceably assemble. But they put the preposition to in a different place. Back in 1789. So, the right of people peaceably to assemble. Anyway. So, I mean, that seems pretty clear. It's, it's limiting the powers of Congress, and if you take the U.S. Constitution as a whole, the Constitution for the United States of America, and establishing its government, the branches uh, of government, whether it's talking about the executive, executive branch, the legislative branch, the judicial branch, the primary bulk of the text is limiting the powers of each of the branches of government, not granting privileges too, or giving a, you know, carte blanche, you know, well, when, when there's nothing in here, just make it up. In fact, uh, goes on to say in the constitution, any powers, not, I, I'm not going to say it verbatim, but any, um, any powers not explicitly mentioned, you know, herein belong to the states. 
they weren't looking for a strong federal government. It was like, okay, if these if the powers aren't specifically mentioned here. So, again, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. That's pretty clear. Con- Congress isn't to make any laws that favor an establishment of religion. Um, they're not to promote the Baptist Church, the Episcopal Church, the Catholic Church, the... Um, uh, you know, the Reformed Synagogue, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, not the Jesus Christ of Scripture, but <laughs> the Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and, you know, etc. They're not to make any law that would promote a particular thing, nor prohibit any law that would prohibit the free exercise of religion. So, somehow, for a f- uh, for a, you know, applause Dixie State University's resolution of this issue and its commitment to upholding its constitutional obligation to remain neutral on religion. I don't know where that is, but I love this. I love the moral neutrality here. The statement from uh, co-president Dan Barker. He says, "We are grateful that the school has taken swift action to make the college in." welcoming to all guests, regardless of their religious beliefs. Mm-hmm. So, what we need to do, we, by censoring every religious text, we're making it welcome to all guests. If we can take out any vestige of any kind of faith, especially Christian faith, or anything remotely resembling the Christian faith or attached thereto will make it welcome for all guests. Because that's what we're at about moral neutrality. So by this censorship, (laughs) by shutting down this group of people, we make it welcome for all. You know, I see something a little wrong with that statement. I mean, there's no such thing as moral neutrality, but... But, you know, just like we're making this world a better place by getting rid of these people. We're making it, basically, we're making it for a better place for all people by marginalizing these people. So they don't count as people, you know, because, you know, they're not included in all people. Cat says they need to paint all the rooms pink where I will feel discriminated. <laughs> I know, right? Mm. It, it's, it's so ridiculous. It is. It is. Yeah. But Kat, I can't wait to, to Marco Polo you <laughs> in just a few minutes. You're going to love what I'm going to tell you. I guarantee you. All right. So, uh, okay. So, you should work for a men's warehouse. I know, right? Uh, You're going to love it. Yeah, you I, are. I guarantee Hey, ha- look for like the last minute of the show. Let's, let's say slogans. See how many we can say back to back. Just do it. Really? Yeah. Was that a slogan? No, I don't know that I know. Well, let's do it. Just do it. Why? You're no fun. Come on. <sighs> Just do it. Have it your way. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. That Come on, didn't really. last long. I know. <laughs> I was at pickleball today. I was I was getting ready to leave. I was talking to my friends DJ and Jim, aka the face of face of evil junior. Anyway, 
And, uh, and anyway, I was telling him something and I forgot, I forgot what I was going to say. And I told him, I said, don't worry when I'll remember it, I'll, I'll message you. And it really, it had to do with geography because I got a D in geography when I was in college. Have it your mm. way. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, I, I got a D in geography. It, it actually killed my GPA for a while. And geography is a hard class, people. Just saying, I'm pretty smart. And that, that class, you know, you deserve a break today. There you go. Yeah. See, fast food has totally done us in. My, my beautiful bride is geographically challenged. <laughs> but, you know, just... Yeah, it's true. <laughs> just, just, just to stereotype... It seems to be uh, a, a gender-based thing. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Yes, that's yeah. a good one. Seems to be a gender-based thing because, you know, I'll say, you know, it's in the west side of the street. It's in the... And not only you, but other <laughs> other women have other, said... Other women of color? No, just... Lightness? <laughs> of various colors. Has said, well, is that on the left or the right? They said, well, it depends on which way you're facing. If you're facing north, west is on the left. But if you're facing south, west is on the right. I'm very challenged that way. I admit it. I had a 7 a.m. geography class when I was in junior college. That didn't help, probably, being so early. No, but the teacher didn't teach it good. Because I got straight A's all through college, but except for that one class that killed my GPA. I'm glad I left Florida. My daughter is stressing about money and learning how to be a dance instructor. Annie, tell her not to stress out. She'll do it. She'll be fine. She she can sign up to be an associate with Legal Shield with me and make some money. True. There you go. (laughs) And the scripture admonishes us not to be anxious about anything, but by everything, with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, to make our requests known to God and the peace of God which surpasses understanding, will guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So, All right. Well, with that said, our show is officially over. Yay! Yay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was funny. Uh, but anyway, so be bold, people. Stand up. <laughs> and go with God. Because he loves you. Hey, and you know what? He might surprise you sooner than you think. Oh, yeah, I know. It's easier said than done. Yeah, it is. I am tired because I had so much fun today. But I've, I've, I've worked a lot this week. Being an entrepreneur is, is a lot of work. Anybody that's a real entrepreneur knows you never stop working in, in many ways. You know, so uh, anyway, we're going to. We're going to say goodbye. Kat, I'm going to get on Marco Polo right after I get off here and um, talk to you a minute. So anyway, we'll, well, I, are you going to do Weekends in the Word? That's my plan. I've got it on my right. calendars now. If you're on my text message list, text Bible News 33222. Get on that list and we'll notify you when Bareface goes on the air this weekend. All right. All right, guys. Take care. We'll see you soon. <laughs>